The Den. Conversations with Andrew Wolfe. This week I'm in conversation with International Finance Recruitment and Workforce Planning Specialist Andrea Shaw from FM Recruitment. FM Recruitment delivers financial recruitment for international hospitality, real estate and leisure industries. Andrea, welcome to The Den. Thank you for having me. Great, it's great, great to have you here. First up, Andrea, with all the COVID-related changes of the past 18 months, not to mention Brexit, how have you had to react in your business and how are you finding activity in the recruitment sector just now? It's a very interesting, um, very interesting out there. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of vacancies, um, but it's very difficult to find uh, candidates. Um, and I say that both here and abroad. Um, I think there's a lot of insecurity, certainly in our sector. Um, and if candidates can find roles outside of hospitality, they, they certainly want to do that before coming into, into hospitality, which I don't, don't blame them, but um, it is difficult, uh, very difficult at the moment. Mm. And do you think the, the, there's a lack of confidence generally in the hospitality sector or is it, is it, is it, has it been a, a sort of trend that people are not seeing careers in the hospitality sector? Where's that coming from? Well, I do. I, it is a trend. Um, I think that hospitality, um, at least in the early years, um, is known for not paying very well. Um, parents tend to um, steer their, their, their children, certainly when they're applying to university, out of the sector. Um, or it's a sector that people tend to go to if they, if they choose not to go to, to university. Um, and um, it's quite sad because there's some really fantastic career opportunities for people to have. Um, but like any career, any job, you've got to start from the bottom and work your way up. Um, and that's something that a lot of people, certainly the younger people nowadays, don't really want to do. And, and is it a particularly British thing that we, we see careers in hospitality as, as almost second-class careers? Um, you know, I, I know in, in Europe there are the amazing hospitality schools where people learn that actually, yes, you start at the bottom, but my goodness, you can have a great life and a great career in hospitality. Is it, is it a British thing that we, we treat careers uh, in that sector in, in this way? You know what? I mean, I would say it's not just a British thing. I think, you know, I come from the US and I certainly, my parents certainly weren't best pleased when I decided I wanted to do a postgraduate in hotel management. Um, but I think it's um, it isn't certainly classed as one of the you know high flying careers, but that with that said, that is changing um, certainly as as the landscape of the industry changes. Um, for instance, at FM. For instance, at FM. We what started out was specifically recruiting financial controllers in in sort of London hotels. Um, we now spend most of our time recruiting for. Um, owner operators or private um, private equity um, groups looking to invest in the real estate of hotels. So, um, and and some of these guys are Cornell grads and and um, you know uh, Wharton grads and come from the top schools. So, um, so we're really hoping that um, this trend will continue. Great, good, good to hear. Well, fingers crossed. Um... I've designed these podcasts to explore creativity in business and the business of creativity. 
I'm really interested to explore how you use creativity and creative thinking day-to-day -day at FM Recruitment. Well, we're dealing with human beings, so we've got to be somewhat creative because none of us fit a specific mould. Um, and I think, you know, just touching on how we're creative, I think as a team, we're most creative when we're all in the office talking about something completely irrelevant and then something comes into our minds um, about a certain role we're working on and struggling with or a certain candidate that we all know and think is amazing, but we can't find the perfect fit for them. Um, so I think, you know, in terms of creativity, just trying to look at things from all different perspectives, uh, perspectives, but also having that um, relationship with your clients to say, look, I'm going to, I know this is what you want, but have you thought of X? Have you thought of Y? Um, and being able to have that experience from looking at things in different ways um, has helped us be more successful. Um, and I think help the companies be more successful as well. If you keep replacing like for like, the business isn't really going to evolve very well um, or, or move with the times. Um, so trying to add a little spice to each um, recruitment exercise is definitely <laughs> part, of being, part of being a successful recruiter, I think. It, I, I think that um, your, your point on human beings is absolutely well made as well. You know, you, not only um, you're dealing with human beings and human beings don't fit a specific mould, but actually the interaction between you and your customers. There's a lot of talk about B2B in business, but actually it's P2P. It's people to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a great believer. And, yeah. and, and inevitably, yeah. as soon as you're dealing with people to people, you have to deal with creativity. And I, I'm, I'm interested as well that, that I, th I have a feeling COVID has stifled some creativity. It's, it's, um, it's meant that we can't meet up face to face. We can't go for lunches with our clients. We can't meet with them and, and in the same way that we used to. And, and those interactions yeah. inevitably beget little creative sparks, yeah. little insights that you'd never get yeah. otherwise. Yes, definitely. I mean, um, and I, I think as well, um, you know, looking at um, recruiting now is uh, people are worried, people are apprehensive, even the employers are apprehensive. So um, we can be as creative as we like, but they have to be prepared to accept it and, and, and uh, bring it into the team. I mean, one of the other creative things or, or not maybe is another argument, but um, a lot of our clients are, are um, you know, spending a lot of time and money on the personality profiling or um, one of these other ways to interpret whether you're a green or a red or a blue, um, whatever the colors are. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, um, and looking at the team as one as one and trying to fit all the pieces together and, I, and that, that can certainly adds um, add some value, but there's a lot of conversation about these personality profiling. So I don't know, that's a, <laughs> like I said, that's a conversation for another time. I yeah, think. well, I mean, I'm interested as well, is, is, there, is, there, um, is there room for creativity in that world where we try to nail a person before we recruit them, before we take them on? We try to understand everything about them. We look at their LinkedIn profile, their social feeds, uh, personality profile, before we take them on and, and it's almost is, yeah. is, that, is that taking creativity out of the process do you think um uh, you know what i think uh, i think it's all good it's good to have as much information as possible it's what you do with that information um and how you how you use it to um improve upon your natural um 
ability to figure, you know, to hire. Um, you know, my 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 recommendation is generally if you've got two candidates um, at final stage, um, perhaps use one of these profiling to um, better interview into probe areas of of of, of um, uncertainty rather than yeah. to use it as a rule in a rule out. So in that way, it can be quite creative in terms of, um, you know, asking them more about, um, you know, um, uh, uh, speculative things rather than, you know, just pure facts to see how they will react in certain situations. Yeah, fantastic. Now, I've noticed that FM recruitment has niched um, as a business to a very specific point of placing financial candidates into hospitality, real estate or hotel clients. I'm, I'm fascinated to understand your journey to establishing such a strong niche. It's something I've been considering in my own business. It's something my accountants have been advising me to do. And, and I admire you for that very, very, very specific niche. How we got started. So um, you'll, you'll notice, uh, for those of you who start following FM on LinkedIn, we've also started a series of sort of um, uh, conversations with um, some of our longtime uh, clients and candidates. But we were founded by um, Howard Field, who um, has been in the industry for 40 plus years um, and he along with um, uh, another former colleague of his founded, founded um, FM recruitment at the same time or around about the same time as um, uh, Baja which then was the British Association of Hospitality or Hotel Accountants um, and both having been hotel accountants um, and, and wanting to do something different um, found that the industry really lacked quality hotel specialists um, within finance. Um, you know, you could be a chef, you could be front of house, you could be back of house, but nobody, nobody cared about finance because they were stuck in the back office or generally in the basement somewhere. Um, and, you know, they paid us. That was kind of, <laughs> we didn't think they did anything else. Um, so that's where it started. Um, but like I said, I mean, it, it, it's evolved as the industry has evolved. Um, I mean, recruiting hotels back in the 80s, it's very different from recruiting for hotels now. Um, the implementation of new software, um, the, the role of the financial controller has changed massively. Um, and with that, FM has had to change the way that we um, that we recruit, but also who we recruit for. Super. Um, thanks for that. And I notice as well that you you quite often feel like you're being an agony aunt to your your clients, <laughs> uh, or your clients and your your your, um, your recruits. Um, I'm sure you've got a few stories you can tell around being an agony aunt. Do you? <laughs> well, I can say um, uh, I spent many weekends um, talking to clients and, and candidates um, about all sorts. Uh, we've also been marriage counselors. We've also been um, um, uh, marriage arrangers. <laughs> Is that the word? Marriage arrangers. Uh, um, and um, and we've also heard about um, you know divorces, deaths, uh, the whole remit. Um, but I think um, you know a lot of these people who um, a lot of our clients have been candidates for you know twenty years. Um, and like I said, we're in the in the business of of working with people. Um, 
and a position, a job is, is so much a part of a person's life. Uh, we would be not very good at our job if we didn't uh, really hear what they were saying when we were looking for jobs. Yeah, for sure. Joke, joking aside, there's an underlying human connection there that you're making and, and you're inevitably connected at different people at different stages of their life journey. I suppose, yeah. and, 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 and I suppose in, in, in changing careers, people are often, or changing job, changing employers, people are often at quite a vulnerable place. Uh, change, yes. change is always yeah. nerve-wracking, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, it's important to remember um, just because you're called for a job or you've been, um, you know, it's all great, but, you know, only take the job um, if you want, um, not because you feel bad or because someone else wants you to do it because, um, you know, some some recruiters can be quite forceful. And if you take a role that you're not, that you don't really want, uh, it doesn't benefit anybody. Um, most of all, the recruiter, because they'll have to give all the money back. Of course, of course, absolutely. <laughs> And we don't like to do that. <laughs> Who does? Who does? Um, great, Andrea. So um, I'm interested to know where next for FM recruitment. Um, obviously, you've had to weather the storm of the last 18 months or so and Brexit happening. Uh, what, what, what's your vision for the future, A, of your business and B, of the marketplace? So there's two areas of uh, recruitment uh, or uh, um, geographical areas that are, are in going through significant growth. Uh, Saudi is one and um, Africa um, uh, is, is another. So um, as a business, we are hoping to continue to work with our um, partners, um, as in some of the big hotel groups, um, and help them through their expansion um, in those areas. Um, for us internally, we've just hired somebody and we're looking to take on um, uh, another person at the sort of junior grad level uh, to, um, we hope, um, succession plan and um, keep FM's uh, growth going um, and our sister companies, um, HPG and Madison Mayfair. Good, good, excellent. Well, good luck with all those. Geographic expansion is exciting and People expansion brings all the, the human human related human resource yeah. challenges yeah. Uh, in, in the house, doesn't it? I mean, I'm super excited. It's a bit of a shame, really, because I was meant to be going to um, the AHIC, which is the Arabian Hotel Investment Conference, and they have it in Dubai every year. Well, the last two years they've had it in Ras Al Khaimah, which is about an hour hour and a half from Dubai, hour Dubai from Dubai. Um, and this year they're having Africa. Saudi and the uh, Dubai conference all at the same time um, in September and um, I'm still on the fence I'd love to go but we have to kind of think as well who's going to be there it's the first conference of its kind in two years um, and is it the right time for for me to go um, I mean it'd be great but I you know I, I don't know and are they doing are they, are they doing a hybrid sort of a conference where you can dial yeah yeah, so they are doing a hybrid, but I think um, in the past, the ones that are the, the best, you know, you go and you listen to it all the time, but it's the networking in the evenings. Um, they have, you know, ref, um, they have all the um, receptions, that, you know, you get to go to all the hotels and, you know, it's fun. It's good fun. And I think um, we could all use a bit of fun right now. 
but it costs a lot. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely in my radar, but I'm not sure it's going to happen this year. Yeah, a couple of months to go, and hopefully you can uh, you can swing it and get yourself across there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Andrea, um, you've been in the industry for a few years. A final thought: What would you say to your twenty-year-old self? Um. I would say, you know, just stay focused, um, listen to what you want to do, not worry so much about what everybody else is doing around you, um, and get a mentor. I can't say enough how much having a mentor, um, preferably somebody who is very um, objective. Um, I do a lot of mentoring. I mentor with the Prince's Trust. I mentor with um, uh, Springboard. Um, and even if it's just to bounce something off of um, salary review or uh, something that happened in work, just to keep you kind of, you know, in check um, and trying to not sweat the small stuff and keeping it, you know, focused on the bigger things, um, I'd probably have saved a lot of tears <laughs> had I done that. And I think um, for anybody at any age, having a mentor is amazing. Yeah, it's interesting. It's something I've been looking at for myself lately. And and it's interesting, I think, your point that it just keeps you leveled, keeps you keeps you uh, from sweating the big, the, the, the small yeah. stuff. You actually just yeah. focus on the big, big issues. Yeah. And it can be somebody um, from a completely different industry. I mean, I have somebody that I check in with every once in a while who's a tech. He was um, worked for um, some of the big tech companies, but he's hired some amazing teams. And I think... Um, when you're so into your job and you think you know it all or your industry um, and then you explain to your mentor or anybody else outside of it and they'll go, well, why have you done that? Or why have they... And you think, oh, so you think it's not right. You think it's odd. <laughs> you say, oh, that's just how the industry works. Well, no, that's not true, actually. That's how you work within the industry. So um, Yeah, and recruiting good people is the same across all industries isn't it across all sectors you one wants to as, a, as an owner manager of a business you want to recruit the best you possibly can for your business um all, yeah. all the time yeah yeah and certainly in addition to that a lot of people in our industry now have come from other industries as private equity and and um, any other uh, capital um, is being invested quite often ceos or or even finance people are from completely different industries so you know they're not used to how it usually is in hotels or hospitality so that's often the best time to kind of you know look at how you do things and try to renegotiate terms or just work in a different more efficient way i love that um something we're looking at as part of our own business is to recruit people not from within the design sector but actually why why wouldn't we recruit a lawyer or an athlete or someone who's yeah. wants a change of career and they've been there's a guy he's been a professional rugby player he's looking for a change of career um these yeah. people have got have got different skills that they can bring to an agency environment that could actually be really interesting for us yeah yeah absolutely i mean the guy that i was just mentioning he he's worked all over the world when he was working in um singapore i think he was um recruiting for his team and the internal recruiter kept saying sending him the same person on paper they had this degree this this and this um and he said look i you know i know these kids are out there doing something most likely they're sitting in a in a games cafe somewhere in in some you know some town 
that's who I want. I want the end user to come and work for me because they know what they what they want. So he, you know, in terms of looking at things like that, in terms of being creative, you know, go to the end source because they're the ones who who will be reviewing your your business and your your offerings. That's an amazing insight. Thank you. Um, Andrea, I afraid it's time to wrap up and I just want to say how grateful I am you took time to join me in the den today. Thank you for sharing your thoughts on business and creativity. Thank you for having me. And thanks again. It's been a pleasure to talk and all the best with FM Recruitment. Anyone out there who's looking to recruit into that sector, into the hospitality sector, get in touch with fmrecruitment.com, is it? Uh, fmrecruitment.co.uk. There you are. Thank you, Andrea. Close. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. You've been listening to The Den, a series of conversations about the business of creativity and creative thinking in business.